Hey, 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 Mr. Manly here with lesson number 457 in How to Be Manly. As you may have noticed, my dating streak has taken a somewhat downward turn. As a kid, I had a beagle named Jake that would follow me around everywhere. Jake was really a babe magnet. I worked at a local country club where I caddied and everyone knew Jake, especially Libby, the hot dog girl on the 10th tee. And let me say, the way she handled a hot dog put thoughts in my head. But I was 13, and she was 19. So all I could do was relish the thought as I was applying relish on my hot dog. Libby was good to Jake, as many a day Jake would return home looking more like a basset hound than a beagle with his belly dragging on the ground. Recently, I decided to adopt a puppy. I went to a rescue called Libby's Misfits. What are the odds? When I arrived, it was the same Libby that used to serve up the hot dogs. I thought to myself... I have a hot dog I wouldn't mind serving up for her. She's still as beautiful as ever, and she recognized me. We embraced, and I asked why she chose that line of work. She said it was your dog, Jake, how he listened to your commands, like beg, roll over, and come. So I thought I'd teach Libby these commands and do so in a manly manner. If you ever find yourself in a similar situation, follow along in your manly manual, page number 457, and repeat after me. Number one, to paraphrase Blue Oyster Cult, I'm begging, I'm begging, I'm begging for you. Number two, a little Jimi Hendrix for you. Roll over, Libby, and let Mr. Manley take over. Number three, let's play some ACDC, because tonight you can tell me not to come, but I was already there. Soon after, as Libby rolls you over and has a pit bull rip out your manly bitch while you're begging like a dog... You begin to wish you had never come to this place. Then you realize just what kind of man you really are. Until next time, this is Mr. Manly saying be manly and good day. Breaking the news that's already broken. It's time for Prospector's Briefs on Rock 107. Bears quarterback Justin Field mentioned coaching as one of the reasons he's struggling. But this is Justin Fields, so even his attempt at throwing his coaches under the bus was intercepted. Whitesnake singer David Coverdale turns 72 today. He doesn't tour as much as he used to, but he still says, here I go again several times a night when he gets up to pee. Pittsburgh Steelers legend Mean Joe Green turns 77 on Sunday, although these days he's more like cantankerous Joe Green. Making sure breaking news stays broken. Tune in Monday for Prospector's Briefs on Rock 107. Please be advised that the football predictions in Tara's takes are as reliable as a squirrel with a crystal ball. They may lead to uncontrollable fits of laughter, head-scratching confusion, or, in rare cases, inexplicable outbreaks of interpretive dance. Remember, trusting Tara's takes with your football betting decisions is akin to asking a goldfish for stock market advice. In other words, proceed at your own risk. Rock 107 hereby absolves ourselves from any responsibility for lost bets, puzzled looks, or unexpected dance-off injuries that may result from heeding Tara's football wisdom. Enjoy, and may the football gods have mercy on your wagers. I got four games. My wife, Tara, is going to pick them for you. Are you ready? Yep. Atlanta at Detroit. Uh, Detroit. Now, wait, wait, wait. Who are the Detroit? What's their team? 
Uh, the Lions? Yeah, there you go. Detroit is favored by three points. You're going to give up those three and take the Lions? Yeah. All right, she's going with Detroit on that. Another game, uh, Buffalo at Washington. Do you know either of these teams' names? Buffalo Bills. How about Washington? I don't know. I forget what Washington's name is. Yeah, the new name is the Commanders, so I'll give you that one. No okay. worries. Who are we taking? Are we taking Buffalo or are we taking Washington in this game? Buffalo. Buffalo, giving up six and a half points, two favorites in a row here this week. On to the Indianapolis-Baltimore game in Baltimore. My wife, Tara, who went three and one in her first week of Tara's takes. Who are you taking in that game? Um, Indianapolis Colts and Baltimore Ravens, right? Wow, nicely done, yes. And there's a little other intrigue here. Baltimore used to be the home of the Colts. Um, The first one. You're going to take Indianapolis? Yes. All right, taking Indianapolis, they are big dogs on the road, so you're getting eight points for Indy to help win that game. And the final game, Tara's takes. And remember, she went 3-1. and one. I think that was by accident. Denver at yeah. Miami. Who are you taking? Denver Broncos and Miami Dolphins. Right. Who do you take there? Denver Broncos. You're taking the Broncos, and why is that? I don't know. Well, let's find out how you did on Monday morning. Are you excited? I am so excited. <laughs> following rant may cause you to pull your hair out, scream at the radio, punch the dashboard. Complaints should be addressed to loudmouthyambag at rock107.com. Hey, I'm Rock 107's Prospector, and here's what's got me jacked. Wednesday morning before the show, I popped over to Duncan on South Washington Avenue in Scranton. I grabbed a pumpkin spice latte and a breakfast sandwich. So I put a picture up on social media and mentioned what I got. And a nice guy who comments quite a bit on my page said, Pumpkin Spice, your bro card has been revoked. Now, I'm sure he was joking, but it did bring up something I despise. Men. Well, not men, but that man card, bro code, BS ideal of masculinity. It's so simple, so childish, so freaking stupid. Nothing aggravates me more than someone telling you this is what it takes to be a man. First, it's usually followed by some stupid preening, posturing crap that's got nothing to do with anything except equating masculinity with perceived strength or stoicism. I'm sorry, I think being a man, or simply being a grown-up for that matter, means saying what you mean and meaning what you say. It means taking care of your responsibilities, and it means not making other people's lives miserable with your words or actions. You do that consistently, and I think you've nailed down being a man. So if you want to revoke my man card over a pumpkin spice latte or a color I'm wearing or any of a trillion other violations of your ridiculous notion of masculinity, go ahead. And while you're jerking things out of people's hands, I got something else you can take a tug on, all right? It seems to me people like that are more concerned with machismo and not so much being an adult. It's all about the appearances. Sorry, not my game. I'm wholly uninterested in such insipid notions. It's superficial nonsense, nothing more, and it's got nothing to do with being an adult. So take my man card, my man suit, my bro this, my man whatever, and shove it up your backside. If you're man enough, I'm Prospector. I'm for the people. Who's with me? I gotta 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 go crazy, man! Ever see the crazy guy screaming at the wall outside the Times building? Where does this rage come from, my son? Tweet us with hashtag 
I found Prospector, and we'll come and get him. Prospector, mornings on Rock 107. Life's pretty tough right now. There's plenty of bad news, but it's not all bad. It's time for the brighter side of Prospector on Rock 107. A 64-year-old guy from San Diego named Tom Willis has now thrown out the first pitch at 29 different major league ballparks. And it's way more impressive when you hear this part. He doesn't have arms. Yeah, he uses his feet to throw. He tossed out the first pitch at the Yankee game on Tuesday. Angel Stadium is the last one on his list, and it looks like that one could happen next season. Thanks. We needed that. The brighter side of Prospector on Rock 107. What's a yam bag? A fool, an idiot, a blockhead, a dunce, you know, a dullard, simpleton, or a clod, nitwit, dipstick, pea brain, mouth breather, or numbskull. It's now time to announce the winner of Prospector's Yam Bag of the Week, as decided by you at rock107.com. Here are the nominees. Nominee number one. There are a lot of bad ways that a police chase can end, but this is one of the few best bad case scenarios. Police in New Hampshire were chasing a carjacking suspect named Barton Timbando on Monday, and he was driving a van, which he'd stolen at gunpoint. He then fled from cops, running red lights before losing control and crashing. Get this, he crashed into the police department. He jumped out of the van and tried to run through the station's parking lot, but the cops caught up with him, tased him, and arrested him. No one was hurt. Barton was arrested on eight charges, including reckless conduct with a deadly weapon, receiving stolen property, possession of a controlled drug, disobeying an officer, resisting arrest, and armed robbery. Nominee number two. He had a plan. Not sure what it was, but hey, he had a plan. Donning a wetsuit, fins, and a crossbow pistol strapped to his back, Jeremy Wallace went for an ambitious swim that ended up in federal charges and two Michigan schools being locked down after he plunged into a river dividing the United States and Canada. Then he walked 60 miles into a town to find the nearest pawn shop where he could get a gun. Wallace, a 24-year-old resident of Ontario, Canada, told police he swam across the St. Clair River into East China Township, Michigan on September 6th around midnight because he was not eligible to purchase a gun in Canada due to a prior conviction involving weapons there. He told police he intended to swim back to Canada with the firearm once he got it. He also brought a hammer with him on the swim in case he needed to break into the store to get the gun, but things did not go according to plan. Once Wallace got into the pawn shop in New Haven, Michigan, employees thought he was acting strange and refused to sell him a weapon. Wallace then allegedly grabbed a 22 caliber pistol and two clips and fled the store. He was located in a wooded area after a foot chase before he could slip back across the river. Nominee number three. Come on, we all know they F you in the drive-thru, right? What began as a dispute over an incorrect drive-thru order quickly escalated into a physical altercation. South Carolina police are currently investigating a violent incident that occurred at a Wendy's drive-thru on Sunday night. Officers responded to reports of a robbery involving a baseball bat, vandalism, and assault. Upon arrival, they discovered broken glass and scattered food at the drive-thru window. The male suspect reportedly punched the drive-thru window before retrieving a baseball bat from his vehicle and attacking both the window and employees. Meanwhile, the female suspect allegedly took money from the cash register during the altercation. Aaron Michael Lewis, 27-year-old, has been arrested on multiple charges, including second-degree burglary, armed robbery with a deadly weapon, and various degrees of assault. Nominee number four. A 41-year-old man from Oklahoma named Melvin Emdy 
tried to fake his own death last month by having his son tell cops he drowned while they were kayaking on the Mississippi River in Louisiana. At the time, cops were very suspicious because he was due in court later that day on a case that involved some serious rape charges. Then they discovered that Melvin had been ordered to wear an ankle monitor as a condition of his bail, and that placed him at a Walmart earlier in the day where he bought two prepaid phones. At some point, he apparently cut the ankle monitor off, but it's unclear when that happened and what he did with it. However, the cops were able to track him through those phones, which he used periodically for a while and then dumped. Cops were privately treating this as a fugitive case and not a drowning until they finally found him in Georgia on Sunday. The cops there caught him after pulling over a motorcycle without a license plate. He tried to flee, but crashed. He also gave a face name, but his fingerprints revealed his true identity. Melvin will now be facing additional charges, and his son is also expected to be charged in the scheme. And the winner is... The Wendy's customers who got so mad about a wrong order at the drive-thru that they assaulted employees and smashed the place up with a baseball bat. You guys are the yambags of the week. Congratulations. Keep it here for more nominees for Prospector's Yam Bag of the Day, weekday mornings on Rock 107. Thanks for listening to Prospector's Prime Cuts podcast. Be sure to catch us live weekdays from 5.30 to 10 a.m. on Rock 107 or online at rock107.com or the Rock 107 app. A free download for your Android or iPhone. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, or wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss Prospector's Prime Cuts.